Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Zane. Hey, what's up, Dan? What are you doing? Man, how are you? I like your beard. Thanks, brother. Are you still dreaming about uh, someday opening your own restaurant? Dan, in fact, I am. I'm going to call it Zane's Restaurant. Wow. Yeah. That's a great name. How'd you come up with that? Well, okay. So we did some focus groups, hired an expensive market research firm, um, solicited options from some of the biggest movers and shakers in, in the industry. But ultimately, I just asked a kid on the street. A little kid? Yeah. Wow. I know. He was smart. smart he, was a, he, was a, he was a street urchin. And he gave you the name for the and restaurant. And he gave me the name. Wow. I said, hey, I'm, I'm Zane. I'm thinking about opening a restaurant. What do you think? He's like, I call it Zane's Restaurant, buddy. Give me a dollar. That's smart. I did, yeah. You yeah. know what else is smart? Uh, no. Mensa? <laughs> That's <laughs> smart. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> tell, tell me. Uh, using free flow wines when you open your new oh, restaurant. Oh, that's a good, very good idea. Yeah. What is free flow wines? Free flow now, wines. Now, by the way, I have to note that I'm reading a script here oh. because I did have them on an episode already. Yeah, you already that know. That aired. So I do know. But for the purpose of this script, I'm going to pretend like I don't okay. know who they are. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't know who they are. All right. Yeah. Well, they're uh, the pioneer of premium wine on tap. Oh, like they wear um, like uh, hats, like ra- like raccoon skin hats and Yep. Like that kind of pioneer? That's it, pioneers like Davy cool. Crockett. Yeah. Love it. They're the Davy Crockett of Wine on Tap. They've got they more than 300 premium wines from over 150 wineries on tap at restaurants, hotels, and entertainment venues nationwide. Yeah, yeah. Nationwide. Yeah. You, you have one. You have a little more line there. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Free Flow Wines Kegging and Logistics Services. Logistics Services, yeah. So what you're telling me, Dan, is that Free Flow Wines is basically providing wineries a better... A better tasting, uh, environmentally friendly way to serve wine by the glass. That is exactly wow. what I'm telling okay, you. Okay, I get it. it says I should tell you it right Wow, there. that's yeah. the most amazing thing I've heard all year. You think all year? You think that's a stretch? Have you heard anything more amazing than that all year? I'm going to say all day. All right. That's the most amazing thing I've heard all day. How do I find out more? That's easy. Find them online at freeflowwines.com. And on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Flickr, they're at freeflowwine. Good. Now that we have that squared away, and I will definitely use them in my new restaurant, I only have one more thing I need to take care of before I do, in fact, open Zane's restaurant. What's that, man? Do you have a million dollars I can borrow? No, I don't have a million dollars. Can we just do the show? Sure. All right. <laughs> Dan, yeah, man. Uh, did you dye your beard? I did. Yeah. Looks, no, that's the red from the free flow wine I'm drinking right now. Yeah, I get red. I I'm sloppy when I drink. Yeah, it's a white. It's a white riesling. Oh, it is. Yeah. Right, ba- right. It's pushed out by argon. The argon gas. Let me ask you a question, Wait a Dan. What so, is argon gas? Argon is an inert. Isn't that in the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, there's a character. In argon. It's a. Uh, by the way, and pardon me because I'm eating pistachios. It's all right. Because I started taking vitamins. You did. I'm a man of a certain age at this point. You are. A man so of I, I, age. I went to a. Um, like an age doctor, like a rejuvenate, rejuvenate, somewhere in Beverly Hills. Some guy charged me a lot of money to go in there and talk with him. All right. And he did set me up on a program to give me testosterone uh, on a weekly basis and a growth hormone on a daily basis. Is that why you're hard right now? No. <laughs> I was wondering. I keep looking over. I'm like, a, what, do you, what do you mean hard? Oh, like, like jacked. Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I can't, I don't, like, I don't, I can't really do, like, I'm not going to inject my, the testosterone, a daily injection. The, 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 the synthetic growth hormone, I'm sorry, testosterone weekly or biweekly, the GH, whatever it is, uh, daily. Why, though? Daily. What's, what, were you suffering from something? Yeah. Oh, my age. No, I just like, you know, I just want to, like, I, I wake up and I, I'm sore and I like, I got to go to the gym and I, uh, I go to the gym and I get sore. So you're sore. juicing is basically what you're saying. No, right? you're I'm, no what I'm saying is I didn't do that. Oh. And I said, look, I, just, I can't really do that at this point. At some point, like, you know, if you see pictures of Mel Gibson recently... No. <laughs> Type it in. Dead. Type it in your computer. Just put Mel, Gap, Mel Gibson uh, uh, muscles. Type that in. Mel Gibson muscles. Okay. And tell me what you come up with. And so I, I, I said to the doctor, you know, just give me like, a, like these vitamins, these over-the-counter things that I can buy. And he gave me a list of like 20. Did you find a picture? Yeah. He's coming out with his like, he's got that big vein in his like, in his arm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mel's juicing. He's in the... Uh, allegedly. Uh, yeah. He's in the movie uh, Expendables. He's in the new Expendables movie. Mel is jacked yeah. up, man. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Wow. So, um, so anyway, so I decided to take a bunch of vitamins, and I and like I have them, and I have probably like twenty things of all mm. these, like you know, all these different, you know, DHEA, Reservatol, uh, glucosamine, chondroitin. I take that because my joints do. Yeah. Ah, see, hurt. see, 
and, and and there's a daily vitamin, and there's like you know whatever, just all these over the counter. You know when you know you've gotten to the, the an age krill oil is when you're sitting down for a long time. When you're sitting down for an extended <laughs> period of time. No, you're sitting down for an extended period oh, right. of time, and you think to yourself, I need to get up and go to the bathroom. And you're around other people, yeah, and you know that when you stand up. You're going to be gimpy. You're going to, and you're going to grimace. And people are going to be... Yeah. But you're trying not to let anybody see it. Why are you, you stand, grimacing? Yeah. All I'm doing is standing up from a booth. <laughs> I hate being the guy inside that booth, like the like the, the U-shaped booth. Oh, yeah. With like all those people. And then you got to you have to slide out. Uh, uh, yeah. And then you have to... Yes, it's embarrassing. Stretch up. And, and stand the, up straight. And the worst part about it is you understand that it's probably never going to get better. It's not like you get older and it's like, hey, now my legs feel great. Except, so I see. This is why you're now trying to be proactive, right. and, use and and I'm stretching, which I medical. never did. I'm stretching. I'm going to the gym and I'm not pushing myself as hard as I used to. Have you cut back on your drinking? Come on now, what are you doing? All right, sorry. As a matter of fact, no. And I went to a party at my at the guy who owns my CrossFit gym. I went to a party at his house and uh, I woke up the next morning and said to myself, "This was yesterday morning." Woke up. I'm not. I'm, I'm done. I think I'm gonna never be, again. I literally think I'm done. I feel so crappy right now. I think I'm liter- I think I'm done. And I was like, you know, whatever. And then I had something to eat, and I started to feel better. And I had to go to Jessica Hall, Playboy, oh, yeah. uh, her her husband's birthday. Huh. Um, well, so interesting. I, went, I wasn't invited to that. Well, it was in Valencia, right. and they they knew that you're writing. Okay. And um, oh no, it was her husband. It wasn't her party. It was for her husband. And I know that her. dude's jacked up. Her husband. He he is. He used to. They used to be uh, Calvin Klein models. Him and his twin brother. Huh. Fuckers. Makes you want to just punch him. Um, anyway, uh, oh, so I went to their, their party, my bo- my, and Bob Guinea was there. Bob, former guest on the show. Is making you feel – I've probably been making you feel bad. But anyway, it was in Valencia. It was a Santa Clarita Lanes. It was, a, hmm. it, was a, it was an OTB and bowling lane. I'm a good bowler, but, too. Oh, then I'm glad you didn't go. Yeah. And, uh, and so they gave out the, – for the birthday, they bought everyone drinks, and they gave us a bunch of drink tickets. I'm like – you know, I did say about three hours ago, I was never going to, I went in, just go, give me a beer, whatever you got on draft. I went and had two beers. There's nothing quite like that beer when you have the hangover. Because once you get it down, sometimes it's it's like swallowing nails, but once you finally get the one or two down, it's a miracle. It, You're yeah. back. <laughs> I thought you meant my back feels better, because it back. did. Yeah, my, no, my back hurts. Um, hey, the, by the way, we got a guest on the show today. I just want to let you know I, that. I, I want to just finish talking about okay. krill oil. Your, oh, krill oil. When people click on the link, I think they can see the name of the guest. Adam Hunter. Yeah, Adam Hunter. Um, krill, krill oil. Krill. 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 Yeah. So I had. So it's like it's like the you know your, your fish oil pills. Okay. But this is krill, and if you you they're capsules and they stink. You get them on your hand. They smell like it smells like fish. That's what and the then, smell is. It, yeah, yeah. And then you and then I'm burping them up for like the next hour. Little little krill burps. Beep. Little and what is it doing for you? Krill. Krill oil. Are you are you lubricated? It's oil, but it's you no, feel more lubricated. But it's the or oil. It's the oil from krill. Okay, how does it help you? Yeah, because it's a, because it's krill oil. Oh, okay. Okay, um, it breaks down the wax in your ear. You know, it's a by the cr- way. Have you seen that device? That's the device I'm buying everybody for Christmas. The cone, the thing that you stick in your ear. Is it the cone? Sucks the wax out of your ear. Yeah. It puts a cone. You lay on your side and you light it. No, 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 no. This is some. Ear sucking device. Let me let me put. It. I'm gonna, Are you buying it for me? I'm gonna get that for you for Christmas. What are you getting for Christmas? I'm gonna give you one of my one of the t-shirts I have sitting over here. Where is it? Um, right behind you. That's the Lute one. Here it is. Um, wax the wax vacuum. I love it. <laughs> the wax vac as seen on TV. Wax vac. That so, By the way, at some level, you need that wax in your ear. It was put there for a reason. But the best part of the commercial is when they try to oversell. So that. This is this goes dates back to the start of infomercials or those sorts of commercials. They go tired of using, tired of using unwieldy oh, right. cotton swabs, right. and the guy like goes, "Ow, yeah, like, yeah," <laughs> as if he perforated, Show me what perforating like. your eardrum. Here it is, right here, the wax vac. Look, you stick it in there. And does it heat it up? It's and it sucks out the wax, and it goes, and have you ever been in the pool and gotten water in your ear? And they show this woman practically uh, <laughs> braining herself, trying to get the water out of her ear. No more of that. The wax vac will suck it right out. Yeah. Just look how Gentle happy she is. She looks very happy. She looks so happy to be sucking wax out of her ear. There's, yeah. a, there's another thing that I saw. Uh, the first time I saw it was in Seattle up at the Pike's Place Market. They had like a hippie shop. Okay. Pretty much everyone there has like weed in their pockets, and you you you, le- you put your your ear ear on the table, and your other ear is up in the air, and someone lights it. It's a cone that's covered in wax. 
and you light the top of it. Maybe you can even pull up a picture of it. You, you light the top of it, and there's a flame. And, and the heat of that somehow creates like a vortex inside there and gently pulls the wax out of your ear. But you have to put it, you have to cut a hole in a paper plate to put it through so that the dripping wax doesn't come, come down and burn your face. This is, yeah, I'm seeing it here. Are you looking at it? Yeah. Hold on, let me. Are they going to, is it a, uh, so what is it? This, I mean, oh, this is residue. That, that's Evan's earwax. They're, they're trying to determine if it's actually earwax coming out. I don't know. I always wanted to do it because it felt like it would make me feel good. Get on a pillow on the floor, turn sideways. Let me do my left ear, actually. Oh, so he put his head on the floor. This looks like a bunch of drunk college guys. They're, are they at a frat, they are frat party? It seems like it's a fraternity party. Um, yeah, let me ask you a question, Dan. Yes. Am I upsetting Jews when I unwittingly, or unwittingly rather, wish them a Merry Christmas? Um, I don't know. I think people are cool with it. People are that uptight. I mean, people are walking around here in L.A. all the time going, Happy Hanukkah. I don't get upset. People said Happy Hanukkah to you? Yeah. I wouldn't be upset if someone said Happy Hanukkah because... I might not celebrate it, but it's certainly a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Let's have Adam. What's it? Uh, Adam Hunter. Doesn't sound, you want to bring him in? Doesn't sound Jewish. Yeah, bring him in. We, Adam, can, we can find let's, him. So let's get I mean, Adam Hunter is one of the hottest young comedians around today. Headlines all over the country. I just watched him, uh, some video of him on The Tonight Show on Jay Leno. Hilarious. He's on Chelsea Lately, The Late Late Show. Um, he's got a new CD coming out. Where is it? How far away is he? He's welcome back here. He's in the front of the office. He's got a new CD called Being Adam Hunter. Not to be confused with Being Dan Dunn, because I don't have a CD. But his new CD is available on iTunes. He's just walked in the studio with us. Adam Hunter. Oh, and play the thing. But I'm waiting for him to put the headphones on so we can hear that we have special music for him. Um, Here we go. Well, you're the guest who makes it fun on Happy Hour with Zane and Dunn. That's a lot to live up to when the intro says you make it fun. You yeah. do. Adam, we, where, where, where did we meet before? Well, a couple times. Um, oh, my God. Mike, I'm, I already feel like a dick. No, no, no. It's a, number okay. one at the Ha Ha, because you were with Ben Morrison. That's your, your I, buddy. Hate, I hate that guy. Yeah, he is kind of a, a douche. Oh, my but, God. Uh, but then... Um, He's Jewish. Are you Jewish? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, so we'll ask him the question afterwards. Oh, okay, so Ben Morrison. Yeah. Yes, Ben Morrison. I, yes, uh-huh. yeah. And then, and then I think I've seen you before. Okay, so now I'm, now I'm a jerk. No, no. You usually, have, you usually have your hair different. Uh, no, we're pretty much the same. Were you, you were a, a, a VJ at MTV. Uh, Is that a different guy? Yeah, that was Alan Hunter. Alan Hunter, okay, got that it. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, okay, so... But you did have sex with uh, Marsha Quinn. Yes. Yeah, okay. Who that hasn't? Was a good, that was a good Who time. hasn't been? Who's the one with a raspy voice? Me. Uh, <laughs> Nina, oh, something or other. Nina, Nina. If Nina, the two of you guys. She's had, on Serious. Right, right. They're yeah. on the 80s channel. They all do, yeah. do the 80s. And Mark thing. Goodman. Yeah. Okay. So, so Nina Blackwood, right? Nina, Nina Blackwood. Blackwood. Nice. Yes. Yeah, the two of you guys would sound like razor she was blades. Hot back in the day. Let me see what she looks um, like. No, don't do that. Let's see what she looks like. Now. So, okay, so if someone wishes you uh, a Merry Christmas. Like I'm, I'm sure you're polite about it, right? You just say, "Okay, thank, say thanks," yeah. or, or do you, or do you like say, "Hold on a second, I don't recognize that as a day." No, I just say thank you. And then, in, and then deep down, do you think that the the person is a little ignorant for not for like just assuming? No, or are you just like let it go? No, because I, I've wished people Merry Christmas knowing that they're Jewish, just oh, okay. because I, I was too lazy to correct. It. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Shh, why did you bring that up? <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, she was hot. Nina Blackwood. Oh. Just it happens. Tense. You know who it didn't happen to is she is needs to take some krill oil. T- Terry Nunn. Terry Nunn looked good. Yeah, you, know, you remember Berlin, uh, Berlin? Take my breath away. Take. Yeah, we had her on the show, and she she still looks good. So does Daisy Fuentes. Is she really? TV. Well, yes. how old's Daisy Fuentes? She can't even be that old, right? I saw her recently on TV. When you say not that old, I think we're talking about our age. How how old am I? A guy are you? Daisy, thirty five. Thirty five. You're just a little tyke. And you're from New York? Yeah, from New York. You too? I'm from Philly. Yeah. Daisy Fuentes is born in 1966. Yeah, so she's about 46. But she looks good. You're right. Where, um, where'd you see her? 47. I saw her on uh, you, you did it. the Grammys or something. Oh, no, the American Music Awards or one of those. Uh, what, is she, what, what is she doing? That's Daisy Fuentes. No! Ah! no! <laughs> Turn my computer yeah, off. She was on the American Music Awards. I was like, wow, that's Daisy It was, And then the person I was with was like, look at her. 20 something. That's and now. I had no idea no, who she was. Shut the hell that's up. her now. Yeah, it's a 2013. Holy cow. Daisy Fuentes. What did she host? Singled out? No. Find was... out 
She looks better now than she did back then. Find oh, out how, how old Nina Blackwood is. I think I may have jizzed on Nina my, Blackwood's what is, what is she's on my back right of my computer? This is, don't, don't mind that. Yeah. She, yeah, no, yeah. she just hosted those don't things. Back this. in the day, like, they just hosted stuff. They, they all yeah, hosted, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they didn't actually host any. Like, I mean, like, Jenny McCarthy hosted Singled Out, and then Carmen Electra took over. That's yeah. right. And who was the host? Who was the guy? I think you know him. Chris, uh, Chris Hartwell. Ken Ober? Wasn't Ken, what did Ken Ober have? Ken, Remember Ken Ober? Yeah. Wasn't he also on like uh, the the kids like Nickelodeon thing? He like, did the show that Adam Sandler used to actually come on and do like little remote, remote control. Remote control. Yeah, that was it. Colin Quinn, right? It was before Adam Sandler was even on SNL. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. anyway, I, I have we have in front of us. We're gonna give. We're gonna rate, and uh, that's our, our rating system up there. Um, if something sucks, you call it a bronze. Uh, if it's okay, double silver. If it's good. Triple gold, and if it's fantastic, one above platinum. So, so our rating system is really PC because you can, you can, you literally could bring in a jar of your own piss, and we would be forced to give it a bronze. <laughs> but don't do that. Don't do um, it. So we have. Did you, did you bring in a bottle of your own piss? No, no. That, by the way, the color of this Jim Beam Ghost looks. Look at that. Tell me, it doesn't look like a jar of urine. It does sort of look urine. So we have to rate that, and then, and then I don't know if we have to rate this Newcastle or if I'm just going to drink we're, it. We're drinking on this show. Yeah, you don't, you don't. You don't have to drink if you uh, don't want. No, because I, I coach a wrestling team for little kids. Yeah, is that why you're wearing the jersey? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I can just show up to practice drunk. I mean, hey. No, you don't, you, don't, you don't think you're drunk, but you just, just you can just try a little sip of it. Okay, I'll try. It. All right. So Jacob's Ghost is not moonshine or unaged white dog. It's a special white whiskey aged for at least a year in white oak barrels, which basically is moonshine, which basically is white whiskey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. But this one, Zane, crafted with over 200 years of beam tradition. Is your show still on? By the way. The, uh... HD network or that or became it became something else. Yeah, so I, so I did um, uh, three sheets for four years, and then uh, after that went to HDNet, Mark Cuban's network, and did Drinking Made Easy for for three years, and then uh, and then that they turned that into a music channel. Yeah, which I don't know how, how Access TV. Access TV, yeah. 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 Were you, why, were you hosting something on there? I did. I hosted a couple a couple things. I wasn't. I, it you, was, it you, was hard, though. You booted me off it. Were you the one? Were you downtown here at the Nokia place? I was. But I lost a couple days because, yeah. like, they would, like, they go, okay, you get there, and then they would have you write it the day of, like, all these, like, and then all of a sudden they would, like, do live teleprompter, <laughs> like, one run through. And I'm, like, naming all these bands I never heard of, you know? Yeah. And I'm just, and, like, and mispronouncing, mispronouncing or something? Mispronouncing yeah. it. And then, the, like, and the teleprompter itself was, like, Paul, it was like you wouldn't even know which was the direction and which was the actual lines. Yeah, right, right. It was like <laughs> one, of the, one of the hardest gigs I've ever had. And they, like, and they think they killed it. I mean, they were like, oh, great job. They're understaffed. But, but They're understaffed like, over yeah, there, yeah, right? Under-resourced right. and Under- stuff. This is at Axis? They were super nice. But I, after that, I, I went to go take a teleprompter class because I'm like, I need, I need work. But it was the same time it was like thrown into yeah. like one of the hot – because it wasn't like, okay, we're going to go slow and, and, and we're going to brief you on this. Just and you're going to know what you're in. talking about. But you're like, yeah, the uh, something something trio of the grassroots movement of the uh, – and it's just – I'm naming all these like far – and I have no idea what I'm saying. And you, and you don't know – when you're reading it for the first time, you don't know where to hit that inflection either. And yeah. it makes it really – and you're like, oh, there's an and. And this is the and the, the best man in the world, and uh, I'm sorry I don't know sorry I didn't know more was coming. Keep going. Oh, exactly. But you, I but I used to watch your show. Uh, that show on because I used to, I'm always in hotels. And, yeah. And they always have the, that, that. It's an it's in a lot. The only time now I didn't have HDNet because Mark Cuban got into a fight with Time Warner. It was my understanding, and so. The whole time I was on it, never had that channel. I had friends that would watch it just to like, I'm like, hey, QC this, make sure the show doesn't look like crap. I don't know because yeah. when they send it out of here, you, sometimes you don't know how that, what they're going to do with it. But um, I never saw it, and, uh, and then it went away. Well, it was it was good, but they always had a promo for it, and they had a show called Bikini Barbershop, like right before. Yeah, it. I heard I heard about that. Was it good? That I would like to watch. It was like the funniest train wreck of a show. It was like this, is, that, is that good? <laughs> I mean, it was good because it was like you can't believe this is on TV, you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying a lot because I, you turn on the TV these days and it's like what. How did this get made? Oh, it was this guy who ran, who was like this perverted guy. This guy, he like basically had no social skills, but he hired all these hot chicks to like work as like topless bikini, uh, topless bikini, and no one ever came in this, the place. And he was just trying to like have sex with every girl there. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, so so there's the owner or whatever the head, the head guy, pimp, I guess, yeah, and then the girls in bikini, bikinis, and then 
They rarely had any customers. Rarely had customers, and they're all sort of hot, like they're like ex Hooters people. Right. Uh, but they all went up getting wasted, and then just talk crap about the guy and say how he had like a small penis and this and that. And then he would just try to bang him, and it was like that was the whole show. Okay, well now Here, now I want to watch the show. <laughs> Here it is. Jeff Wolken runs a hair salon in Long Branch, New Jersey, called Bikini Barbers. Mainly consists of female hairstylists wearing. I would bikinis. hope it's mainly, but okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, look, it says Ariana, she was loud. It's giving the personality <laughs> breakdowns of everybody. Uh, the bikini hairstylist in Jersey. Let's see what they're like. Natalie, attractive and likable. She's Jeff's favorite employee for her agreeable nature and aesthetic qualities. Because obviously she services. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a teleprompter gig. I did have, it was probably about 10 years ago. I did a show for VH1 called Motormouth. And... Um, I, they gave me the script to memorize, and I was pretty green, you know, whatever. And um, and so I memorized the whole script, and then I show up day of, and they had made all these changes. So I, you know, you you memorize the rhythm. Sometimes there's key words that you memorize so that you just you know whatever. And this is like a 26 page, you know, whatever. It's like you know, action and 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 uh, and and uh, my lines. And so they had and this is even before HD, and so they had a big screen TV in the back. Uh, which was probably like 50, 70 feet away. Yeah. And it was on a big screen TV. So it wasn't really crisp, clear, but it was fun. I could see it. And then they had one on the, on the crane, on the jib that was moving. And, but they didn't really want me to use that jib, or they wanted me to start on the jib and then look out to the camera that was out in the back. And, um, and so I'm like, okay, can you see it? Yeah, okay, we're good. Okay, roll it. I'm like, I'm, I told them, like, by the way, I memorized. You guys made changes, but I, I'll get it, you know, if I can, whatever, in, in, on the fly. And like, all right, and cue cameras, and cue this, cue this, cue background, and uh, cue smoke machine. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> fills up smoke machine. <laughs> Guys, I can't see it. <laughs> I can't see it at all. I don't know what you want me to do about this. Standing up on stage, you know, like, and it was kind of a train wreck. At the end of the day, I told the story recently. Um, it went well. Everyone was happy. They brought it to VH1 and showed the pilot. It's about people who sing in their cars. Oh yeah, and hidden, that can, show. hidden camera show. We don't remember me from from it because I, I get the call and the guy goes, "Yeah, hey, guess I got good news and bad news." I'm like, oh, "Okay, what's yeah, good news?" He's like, "Yeah, so the show got picked up without you." Yeah, the bad news <laughs> is they're not going with a host. I'm like, I go and I, I this is exactly what I said. I go. In the future, if you have to deliver this kind of a message, yeah. say, I got news <laughs> and I got bad news because there's nothing good in there. Yeah. I'm not pulling for the show right. without yeah. me. Right. Yeah. Because it's because at some point there's a voiceover guy who got a job. So his is good news and good news. Yeah. Not good news for me. It's <laughs> yeah. bad news and news. I, I find it kind of amazing. And my experience is more limited than yours, uh, Zane, certainly in terms of doing these things. But when I was doing this gig that I recently did that you know about for, I'm not going to say who it's for. One of the things was... Oh, the thing we can't talk about? Yeah, that thing. We had to eat food. Not the show show that you shot a pilot for that we can't talk about, but the book you're writing for... That we we also can't talk about. about. Yeah, we can't talk about that. We really can't talk about the book, but we can sort of talk about the show. It seems like... Yeah. And for someone just tuning in right now, you actually don't have anything I going have on. I'm unemployed. I'm completely yeah. unemployed. But, I, but you're actually... You, you're writing a book for a very big network. Uh, for publisher. Uh, well, oh, oh, about yes, about yes. I can't, I can't even say. Yeah, and then, see? and then you just did a pilot. Yes, shot it for several days. Yeah. on a on a on an e- probably e- a, a network of equal caliber, pretty big. Yeah, yeah. But this one of the things that happened on that pilot was I had to eat sushi. Okay. So they decide we're going to shoot this scene. It's just a food show. We decide we're going to shoot this. They're going to shoot this scene outside, and it was an unseasonably warm day. And they brought the sushi, and the idea is we're going we're gonna to sample all of this sushi, and it's sitting outside. Careful, be careful, because it seems you're starting to get into what the show's about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and I'm the whole time, everybody's running around doing their thing, and I'm obsessing looking at the sushi, thinking... It's getting warm. It's getting warm. And I keep saying this, uh, and, uh, hey, guys, uh, I really don't want to eat this soon. If we do, we've got to do this soon. Oh, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. And they keep saying it's fine, and I'm not joking, an hour went by. And the sushi sitting there, like, okay, here we go. Ready to do this. We're going to need you uh, eating this, this. We're going to need some reaction shots. And uh, then I got uh, sick. You did? I got sick the next day. Yeah, I felt very bad. Oh, yeah, man. that's how food, food poisoning takes like 24 hours to hit you. Yeah, it was. Then I felt okay. I was like, I made it. Next next day, not not good. I went in with uh, Fabio Viviani. You know Fabio. I know Fabio. Yeah. Fabio was on Top Chef. You know the name? Oh, it's, no, is that the guy with the hair. No, no, that's a different oh. Fabio, yeah. This is, Fabio Viviani was, a, is, uh, was on Top Chef, 
for two seasons or whatever. He's an Italian guy, uh, about our age. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're all about the same. Right. And um, and so they called me and said, "Hey, you, should, you want to? Uh, we're, we're either pair you up with somebody or you can bring somebody in." So I brought Fabio in. It was a sh- it was a show. Replacing Man vs. Food, it was two guys that were going to go and challenge each other around the country and eat. And so I'm like, oh, this, they, they called me specifically. Fabio was on Top Chef. He didn't have any exclusivity, so he could do it. I'm like, this is like a shoe in We just got to go in there and not mess up. Yeah. So we went into this place um, in, somewhere in West L.A. and had, um, had chili. And so they made four bowls of big bowls of chili, one, two, three, four, getting increasingly hot. And we had to eat the whole thing and trash talk each other. And, then, and I realized when they told me this the day before, two days before, I'm like, it's funny. You know, I know Fabio. I know him pretty well, but I've never actually just hung out with him or chatted with him. I've always, like, seen him out. I've met him out. I've, you know, I've met him out in, in Miami when we're both yeah. there for those, those things. I'm, so for different, like, festivals and stuff, I always see him and we're friends. And so I'm like, wow. So he comes to my house and we're talking and, and – um, I'm like, so I'm like, just come over, come grab. He wanted to drive. Come pick me up and let's just talk for an hour. Like, I don't, I don't even know if you have any siblings or whatever. Just talk, whatever. And so he comes in, he's talking to me and he's texting the whole time. I'm like, Fabio, you got to put that thing down, man. You yeah. got to just focus, focus on me. He's like, oh, I'm trying to buy a Rolex. I'm like, okay, dude, just come on. <laughs> and, and we drive there. He drives like a maniac, a maniac. And I had to, and like, I had to tell him like, dude, we're not late. It's okay. You don't need to beat that old lady off the line. It's good. <laughs> and then we get there, and we were eating these bowls, and they were, like, setting the lights and all this kind of stuff, and he's just texting the whole time. And then about an hour goes by, or, or an hour or two hours, and they said, okay, you have to eat the chili. He's like, I'm not going to eat it. It's cold. I'm like, all right, there goes the show. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> you know, like, wow. he's, compl- he's complaining. I'm like, and, you know, and he's like, and he's texting between shots. I'm like, Fabio, you know you. If you don't want this, you should have told me because I would like to, to, the job. I don't – no, I don't want a job where I have to go out and eat. Just like the other day, yeah. I, I got, uh. they brought me in to talk about a show where I would like eat all kinds of weird shit from around the world. No, I don't – that's not the job I want, but I will take the job because, the I'm, job. A, because I'm a host, you know? And so at the end, you know, I was complaining and we didn't – you know, he didn't really eat a lot and I just tried to stay a little bit ahead of him. And he's like, oh, this is gross. This is, can we – come on, guys. Can we get it warm? Can I get it warm? Da, da, da. I'm like, it's okay to do what you're doing like two episodes in, but you can't do it before you have the job. Yeah. <laughs> so at the, at the end of the day, we didn't get Are it. Are you not friends anymore? Um, no, we're just as good of friends as we were before, which is good acquaintances. And, 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 and I don't know. It was, is it, it, it true you tried to replace me with him on this show? Because I, I did hear that rumor. This show? Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Yeah. Dude, the drinks weren't good enough. No, I tried like 17 people before you. <laughs> Adam said no, too. You, Adam, you tried. You, you got, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, to call Adam. Said, how was I said no. He turned it down. Hey, man, I was watching, Adam, I, I went and watched you on The Tonight Show. I watched the video. Was that, that, was that, your, first, that was your first appearance? When Bill Maher was there? Yeah. What year was that? Uh, it was about one year ago. Nice. Well, you know, so we, when you get on there and you got a guy like, you know, you got Leno, obviously, and you got Bill Maher, big comedian. Does that an added bit of pressure? Because I noticed a couple times I think. You nailed a couple jokes. I think Bill Maher must have been laughing. Yeah, he was laughing. T- yeah, yeah. Turned, I mean, well, I'm a big. Uh, I, I I love Bill Maher. Like I watch. I actually. I don't really watch that much. That many news shows, or I don't know if you consider that a news show, but yeah. I, I watch Politically Incorrect like almost every single week. I get and, my news from there and the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real, get, real, get, real time. The yeah. news show, real time. Yeah. Sometimes I actually like I feel bad because I don't know what they're talking about. And right. I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing of what they're talking about right. on what? this show. You know what? They gas people in Syria. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when? No. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. So, so that was a little bit. It was a little nerve wracking because I when he was laughing, I was like, oh, that actually was so much of a relief. But I found out I was doing the Tonight Show the day before. Like, I, you auditioned for it like a year in advance and then they, wow. kept, they kept seeing you and then they're like, you're, you're on a board, you're on a board like that and you don't actually believe there's an actual board until I saw that. I'm like, oh, I really was on a board. But then they were like, if someone cancels or something, we'll let you know like the day before. Wow. So I had was working on like a cruise ship or something and then I got home and then like, tomorrow you're doing Jay Leno. So I had to like scrape up some sets that like some five right. minute sets because I've been doing like half hour sets or hour sets and then a five minute set in a while like if you're, if you're going on stage and you have it half an hour you can take some time getting into your jokes yeah. but on Tonight Show what did it give you five minutes five, four and a half minutes <sighs> and um that's, 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 that's like a setup for some jokes right yeah I yeah. mean that's it's, I mean my jokes are kind of they like lend themselves to that because I have very very like short 
setups and then just punchline. I try not to. I try to have as, as few words as possible. I'm not one of these guys like a Chappelle who just sort of tells yeah. a story and then it gets hilarious and it grows. I just say, very... just for people listening, you're white. I'm white. Yeah, yeah I'm white. So exactly. Make sure that we're, the references. Well, people need to know. Yes. And he's Jewish, too. He's oh, yeah, that's right. Jewish. And he doesn't care if you say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. No, I will have to. My mom converted before she had me. So technically, I am Jewish because if the mother is Jewish, then. Right. But I like, I do have, you know, half. Yeah, my, I'm half black. My mom converted being black. Yeah, that happens. She's never gone back. Yep. yep. I, I did a show, actually. <laughs> uh, the other day, I did a show for, uh, it was like special needs teachers. And um, it was like, it was like their Christmas party. And I wanted to be like, guys, thank you for doing. I used to have special needs, but uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but they'll, they'll laugh at they'll laugh at anything. Special needs teachers. Who yeah. was, was the guy? Well, oh, you mean the teachers? The teachers. I wanted to be like they're I teaching to... kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah Okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Oh, they were... oh, thanks, Dan. I didn't know there was like they had um, uh, was it Lee Baca was our sheriff? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee and, Baca. and and so they have like a kind of like the the press day that the president has once a year where they like. They like joke around. They make fun of themselves. Oh yeah, the and White stuff. House Correspondents yeah. Dinner. Yeah, and so they had something like that here for the sheriffs, and they had a guy come in and do like the stand up, and it was way off color. He used the he used the n word like four <laughs> minutes in, and everyone's just like, uh, and no one's really <laughs> laughing. And the guy, I just kept, I, I don't, I, I forget even how I heard that. I think I heard one of the one of the sheriffs or something talking about it. Like, well, we didn't, because they got into trouble for hiring him, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's really out of place and off color and all this yeah. kind of stuff." But it's kind of have funny. you had a room like that in where you oh you just God. like, "Man, what am I doing?" I've here? been doing it for fifteen years. I've, I've, I did a wedding one time. They had me pretend I was a uh, priest and then come out or the minister and come out and start roasting people, and then no one knew that there was there was a comedian that I was just an obnoxious minister, right? And then. Um, <laughs> And then, so, bride, so who's, bride, who's laughing though? The bride and groom? They they hooked it up. So they were they were like two marines. They didn't even really I think wanted to get married. They just got married because everyone was telling them to get married. They, they yeah. loved each other. But they yeah. were just like yeah. and it was like a makeshift wedding. But it was in the backyard. It was fun. But then all of a sudden, I started making fun of the crowd who didn't know they were going to be roasted. And some guy attacked me. It's actually <laughs> um, physically. Yeah, he got up and pushed me because I called him like I was like, oh, it's like Bon Jovi's uh, want to be Bon Jovi. I had like like I'm like sorry that your band broke up. You know, she returned those highlights or something, and then. <laughs> And then he comes and attacks me, and then <laughs> I would think he'd be the last guy that would attack him. Oh well, it was it's on YouTube. If you look up comedian attacked at a wedding, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking at right gonna happen. And yeah. then he was leaving, and I was like, don't stop believing. And then, uh, <laughs> but then he was like, that's an edited version. And then he was pacing around inside the house for like forty minutes. I had to do another forty minutes. After this, he was pacing around to cool himself down, or because he wanted to fight you. Both. Um, oh my and, god! And then the grandmother started yelling at me because I started. She's like, "We don't want to hear about your sex life," and and uh, it just got worse. I mean, that was like one example of. Oh my god! And and so when did they tell the guests that you were hired to do that? Uh, they they didn't really. Um, <laughs> you got no resolve. No. Everyone's uh, like, "Oh my god, we got." And then I had to wait around for my check. Is this? Like, <laughs> like, oh my god! While the guy where, where did, at what point does the guy come after you? Uh, about a minute and something into it, the guy comes after All right, me. Turn it around so I can see it. That's amazing. But seriously, Bob, I mean, I mean, how did you get her? I mean, you can't even look at you. Can't even do a push up at this point. You know, you're in the army. You can't even join the old navy at this point. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, you know, I mean, there's people laughing. Yeah, people are laughing, and but then it gets it goes bad. Like after when they started roasting the crowd, that was like, but they didn't tell me anything about anybody to roast. They're just like, right. So I had to do everything off just visual, just like you look like this. You look like this. And then that's it was, really you know, tough. It wasn't like they gave me any type of. Well, it's but it's funny. Just well, this re, I guess we're having internet issues. But um, when I was doing the thing with with Fabio, and they said, "Hey, bust on each other." And so all he kept doing was calling me a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no. He goes, he goes, look at the way you eat. You're like a bitch. You eat like a girl. You eat like, like a bitch. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Uh, so all he kept doing because did, we didn't we didn't know each other well enough to like actually bust on each other. Yeah, you have to sort of be comfortable. I mean, and then like sometimes I'll did do you th- have that joke? Did you have that joke written? That old navy? Yeah, that one I did. That was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. then like I, I do uh, sometimes I'll do I'll do cruise ships and then like I get little kids heckling me because you have to do thirty minutes of clean for like little kids. Oh my god! And I have like a five year old like boo or something, <laughs> and and I and I can't really come back to the kid. I can't yeah. like curse him out or anything. <laughs> so I, I have like things. I'm like, look at me, buddy. I'm your future. You know. Like, yeah, right. I have like little things prepared. God damn it! God damn it! What's going on with the internet? So like that, and then like I've had, I did a. Um, I and then, a, by the way, did they tell you they wanted you to push it? You want yeah, a, they you said want a pistachio. Go, yeah, they said go crazy, and then um, 
So then I did a bridal shower. I did a baby shower one time. That okay. that went pretty rough because <laughs> the lady was like, it was like this hot woman. She was pregnant, but uh, she was hot. She was real hot, even pregnant, super hot. And I think she was just angry because she was pregnant, so she wanted to piss <laughs> off everybody by hiring me. Because like no one. And so even... wait, and so they, people didn't understand that you were that's what you were doing when you went there. Oh yeah, I went there. It's like noon, and it's like oh it's in Vegas. It's, I think people kept trying to outdo each other. Like one person had a magician for the baby shower. Okay, oh got it. Now it was time for the comedian, right? Got so it, right. it was like one upping, and the guy who, who was giving me the money. It was like his fourth marriage, and she was way out of his league. He was like a doctor or something. <laughs> so I was like, dude, if you can't make this work, you are a total homosexual. Just come out of the closet. Like, I would eat her vagina pregnant. Like, I was just saying the most <laughs> vile things. And she, she was laughing, but this guy was like, I can't believe I'm paying this guy to do this to me. Just, <laughs> that's right, because at the end of the day, that's amazing. He had wow. to write the check. Oh, so you can't bring it up now? It's in one word. God, you Maybe okay. you can get it up there. I can. I'll try it. Um, um, do you want to? We're, we're, we're trying ghosts. Let's we're, try this and see what we Jim do. Beam. Uh, Jim Beam. It's Jacob's Ghost White Whiskey. And all you got to do, all you got to do is, is try a sip of it. The kids won't smell on your breath. And then, uh, and then you, we got to rate it. Here we go. Rate it. Here we go. Let me try. Slancha. Slancha braid in Bodmore, I guess, Boston. Happy area. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. There you go. Nice. That would be fantastic with uh, like. It needs something in col- it. Cola. Yeah. Like need, over, like a jack like a Jack and Coke. It needs something in it. I don't. Need, we're drinking it warm. Meat. How are you? How do they suggest that you have this? Oh, no. hold on. I'm re- going to read something. Are you still loading? No. Jacob's Ghost celebrates the spirit of Jim Beam's founding distiller, Jacob Beam, by refining the clear whiskey he first distilled in 1795. Jacob's Ghost is clear, but isn't moonshine or unaged white dog. It's a special whiskey aged at least one year in white oak barrels and crafted by our master distillers with over 200 years of beam tradition to be uniquely versatile and flavorful. They don't tell you what to mix it with. It's pretty good. I think with a Coke. With a Coke. So, yeah, triple gold? I'm thinking I'm going to go. Wait a second. Wait a second. Slow down. And don't be pressured by us. Don't feel any pressure. I drank all of it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Just, Me and Zayn are sipping. I go, okay, if you want to sip, he's got, he's got wrestling practice. All right, we'll sip. And he's like, now give me another one. Oh, I thought that was supposed to I'm not a big drinker. I thought yeah. that was what he was supposed Listen, to be. You, you, goddamn, you look like you are. You <laughs> goddamn kids start yeah, pinning yeah. each other now. Yeah. Come on. You're off the team. Um, I'm going to go. What do we got? I can't see. What am I, you can't see that? I'm going to go. Bronze, double gold, triple gold, need, double silver, triple gold, one above platinum. I feel like we need a fifth. What do you think, Adam? Don't you think we need a fifth rating? I no. think uh, it's triple Something... gold, because normally I can't deal with uh, that whiskey, yeah. straight whiskey, and that went down really easy. It, went down, it was pretty smooth. All right, triple gold. What were you? What are you looking for? Something between double silver and triple gold. There's nothing there. How about... Oh, you want to give something like a middle of the teal. road. You want to give something a middle of the road. How about neon teal? Something out of it. You get like a 2.5, right? Is that what you want? Like somewhere well, that would be, yeah. that would be, it would be a, a gold. It would be gold. Gold. It would go bronze, double silver, gold, triple gold, or I one think we need platinum. the gold. All right. Allie, write in gold between triple and double. Here it is. Big moment. We're adding a rating. Okay. So, so what are we going to now? Does that change you at all, Adam? Does that change your perception? Uh, no, I think it was You're actually stip- really good. And okay. I'm sticking with triple gold. I'll, right. say, I'll, I'll give triple gold because I, I didn't have that opportunity. I'm going to go gold. Okay, so the, so it's still it by de facto out. it goes it it's, just it edges you out and now it's, it gets a triple gold. Oh, by the way, the couple by the way on the wedding thing are like now celebrities in Apple Valley, and it got picked, because of this. Yeah, and it got picked up like on the America's Worst Weddings on like England some show. Oh, really? And they like thank me and they're like always like emailing me the sweetest people in the world. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's Is it a, loading in yet, Dan? But I didn't realize that what happened Sucks. was like. The, the couple, the families had like some kind of rivalry. It was like a Hatfields and McCoy type thing where, where uh, like the the brother who attacked me, yeah, like the husband didn't like him, like because he was he was a, so then there was like all kinds of like built in stuff that I didn't know that I was walking into. So like they, you know, that was the whole thing. <laughs> why you would were, they not like? You were sort not, of the, you were sort of the, the patsy there. They yeah. just sent you out to get. Um, I was a why would they not um, prep you? 
And because they could have like said, "Hey, here's a photo of this guy. This guy has, you know, yeah, a short temper." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say jokes to tell, not like that's amazing. What, what about the, one of the one of the worst gigs? I, I, one of the hardest gigs I did was I did a show a college that was like sponsored by the Cancer Society, right? Like, wow, it was like a college, and they're like, okay, you know, the, the group that was for charity or something. So before the show, they play this like five minute clip of like all these kids who had like leukemia and that were like. And then, and then at the yeah, end of the clip, that's a tough game. At the end of the wow. day, they like write like the date that the kids passed away. It was just like you know, so holy shit, that was that was your opening act. That was my opening act. And then, they, <laughs> then they turn on the lights, and I look up, and like half the most of the guys crying, you know. <laughs> and then I go up there to tell jokes, and every people were just like, <laughs> "Dude, dude, that's not cool." Yeah, it was, that, that was a terrible. That was a really hard. It's like why not just go up and punch everybody in the face before oh. we start? Yeah, before, we get, was, before we get rolling here with Adam, we're gonna we're gonna. <laughs> Sucker punch everybody in the face, put you in a good mood. Just you find it. Comedian attacked at wedding. You're saying it comes up about what? Now, I, I can't. For some reason, I can't get it. I can't get Maybe it. Maybe it's so popular that I need Viagra for my computer. I can't get it up. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've had menus thrown in my head. Uh, an old lady tossed a menu at my head one time. It was like it's amazing. Had now, what, now is that because of this, your style? Like, is that you kind of your style? Well, I mean, I'm eating pistachios because and you'll turn forty someday. Because I'm taking a lot of vitamins. And you're supposed to take them on a full stomach, and I didn't. So I don't think – I'm supposed to be taking vitamins and then drinking whiskey. So now I'm eating pistachios because that's all I had in the office. I think sometimes, like, people, they come to a comedy show, and they want to be the center of attention. Right. And, and, and they think that they're going to, like, outwit the comic, or they're going to they're gonna beat the comic. Dude, that bugs the shit out of well, me. Well, Pat, uh, Patton Oswalt did a big uh, rant about this. He was talking – it was, it, was, it was great. He was, he was saying, you know, these – but he was getting serious about it, though. He said, these people that come out, he's like, no one's paying to see you. No one wants you to be a part of the show, and, and especially the comedian. Like, this, there's a sort of maybe this erroneous notion that comedians enjoy it yeah. necessarily. Oh, no, what happens is they heckle the comic. The comic does something back to him. The crowd laughs. And they think that that's an assist. Like, yeah. like, like they're like the They've all of a helped. sudden, right. they're the John Stockton. And if it wasn't for them, <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have got the laugh, you know? And, you know, there are times where you're like, like a show's going bad, and you're like, "Well, thank God that guy said something." Oh, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. I mean, they're, they're, but that's not the norm, you know. And and it's what's annoying is like the other night, like I was opening for uh, for like Jeff Garcia, who's a very funny comic. Was like, "Hey, uh, I want you to go on before the show starts to warm up the crowd," because he was taping something. He's like, "But don't do any crowd work," because I want to do crowd work. So then I'm up there and I'm just doing my act cold, you know. Right. Which is like kind of hard. It's like having so crowd work means involving the crowd. Yeah. Hey, what do you do? Where so you he from? wanted to get. So usually you do that to break people down, and then you, it's like a friendlier environment. At yeah. Some point. Right. Okay. And, and, that, and that's the thing. He was taping something. So I, I, I love Jeff. He's a really good guy. And he, I was, it wasn't like I, I was happy to be on the show, and I understood what he was saying. But it was hard because then right away someone's like, ha ha, or gives you like a fake laugh. Yeah. And then, and then of course I just want to blitz the guy. But right, I remember right. what Jeff said. That's the hard part when you have like your hands. Tie behind your back, like yeah. well, that's when. That's like sometimes like a parent will heckle me on a kid show, and I'm like, oh wow, you're a real tough guy going to a kid show and heckling a comic. You know, yeah. I mean, you're a great example for a human. I understand a kid doing it, but uh, like on a kid show, but yeah. a parent, that's when it's just like. Uh, but then you start going doing the math, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting X amount of money for this. Is this guy worth? Me losing that money, and then, right, 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 and, right, right. And of course, it's always no. You can't have pride involved. You need to just go out there and do it. Walk, get your check, and walk away. Otherwise, rather than winning battles on stage with strangers. Yeah, right? if you lose the war. But but I was, you know, I always sometimes wish that like I wish I just won the lottery. Sometimes like I, look, one day I just win the lotto, and then I could just tell everyone how I really feel about them. Right, right, right. <laughs> You'd have a free comedy show. Yeah, just on Twitter, just in general. Because I, I actually I have a job uh, called MMA Roasted, where, yeah. where I roast fighters. Um, it's pretty dangerous. That's that's a dangerous job. It is a dangerous job because um, those guys. What, what's what's the what's the setup? Where, where what's what's happening? Is like. Well, I work for Fox Sports, and okay. and, and I work for this, and I, I do this thing where where I make I have a Twitter account, and I do these videos where like the UFC is coming up, UFC one sixty eight, and they want me to like bust balls, you know. It's been amazing, by the way, that it's been one hundred sixty eight years since that started. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? No. So, uh, so my job is to bust balls, and and. and a very tough guys. It's, yeah, yeah. Very, I mean, guys that would kill me. Right. But it's gotten to the point where, like, 
it's gotten very popular where people are like fighters are asking me to roast them. They're like, hey, they're like, they're like tweeting me. Sometimes they're actually tweeting me jokes about themselves. Oh my god! And they're like, hey man, can you say this about me or, or about their teammates? Or they're like, like I can't say this, but you can. You know, so it's gotten I gotten blocked by some fighters, but a lot of fighters come on the podcast. Like big fight, like I had Misha Tate on and Chael Sonnen. And, oh wow! You know, I have bigger Hendrix and so wait, how Weidman. how can you do it? I do the podcast once a week. Um, and I do the. Uh, you have a different fighter on every week. A couple different fighters on every week. Yeah. How many fighters are there? Oh, there's a ton of them. Wow. And you have to. I mean, you can't possibly know who all of them are, right? Oh, I know who all of them are. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I have to do some. Are we, are we saying? Are we, I mean, if you have two in every week, are you saying that there's there's hundreds basically? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's more fighters than there are in the NBA, but there's also like I get re- uh, re- retired fighters or guys that Got you it. know guys coming up that aren't in the UFC that are in other organizations. They have less testosterone in their bodies. And so they're probably a lot more chill than they were. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. like, man, I was a nut, you know? Oh, a lot of them are. A lot of them are just saying, like, no, now they're admitting to the steroid use, so they're just saying, because they don't care, they're not in the UFC anymore. Right, right, right. Like, I had a guy on Phil Baroni last week who's like, he's the New York badass, and he's like, yeah, man, I want to fight again. I just put down my bong. You know, and he's like, <laughs> he's like telling me this, you know? Yeah. Or, or I, I've, you know, I've had guys telling me, you know, some, some crazy stuff. So, uh, but, but to the point where, like, you know, I don't know if, why I even brought this up. I was talking about roasting people. Roasting yeah. people, yeah. Yeah, and that's like, but it's that's a, it's, it's a fun gig. And I, you know, guys who are super tough guys aren't the guys that are like going to come at you. you know, exactly. They're not going to, they don't have that to prove. It's always like some jerk that like, or some, some kid that's trying to impress a girl or. There was know. a guy, you probably know the story. There was a guy who was, I think it was on Twitter. And this guy was like harassing him. He was oh, a yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah. And that was in Britain, yeah. Yeah. It was in Britain? It was in Britain. And he yeah. actually went to the guy. Do you know the story? Yeah. Tell the story. Better than I can. So the guy was, some guy on Twitter was like, you know, you suck and you're the this and you're the worst. Not even like doing it in a funny way. Right. Just harassing a guy. Yeah. But in England, it's like pretty easy to find out where someone lives. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy took a picture, found out where he lives by, by, by his picture and the pictures he was putting up. So he, started, oh. so he started tweeting, hey, I'm coming to your house. And the guy's like, yeah, right, you need to come to my house. And he's like, uh, I'm on 43rd Street right now. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm like turning your corner. And then he's like, I'm at your house right now. And then the guy's like, uh, hey, man, I'm really sorry. On Twitter? <laughs> yeah. The guy so had, wait, did he ever go out and, and confront him? No, the guy wouldn't open a door. But he was just a oh poly- Well, no they, they did, no, they did end up going on a TV show together. Oh, really? Ultimately, yeah, and the guy cried. The troll, that's what they call them, trolls. That's and what he, trolls he was, are. He was apologizing and he cried and he said, you know, he, the, the guy never hit him. The guy, when he went out and confronted him, he just said, look, man, the boxer said, you know, you've, you got real personal and you said a lot of shit about my wife and my kids and, you know, and the guy cried. They did a TV, there's a clip of it, so they're on TV and the guy's crying. Another clip we, we can't bring up. Another one we can't bring up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, um, here it is. This is, this is uh, Pat Oswalt talking about hecklers. He says, heckling like joke stealing is wildly misunderstood, both by the general public and, as I have discovered in my discuss, blah, blah, comedians... Okay, so these guys wrote in the Chicago Tribune, comedians love hecklers. They make a show memorable. A lot of comedians get their best material from hecklers. Wow. And then Patton Oswalt raised, no, 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 and no, no. Hecklers don't make a show memorable. They prevent a show from being a fucking show. Yeah. Comedians do not love hecklers. They love doing the original material they wrote <clears throat> and connecting with an entire audience, not sparring with one cretin while the rest of the audience whoops and screams. Yeah. If I've made fun of people doing my stand-up, I've gone up there, I've made fun of somebody like, I've called them out because they have a ridiculous shirt on or they're like laughing too hard or whatever. Like, but you can tell they're, they're not going to like come back at you. Yeah. The, the problem is that people don't realize is if you have a heckler like, let's say, uh, first, third, fifth row and you have, you know, 30, 40 rows or whatever, the place is full, most people in the club can't hear that heckler. Yeah. And so your, your best bet is to just ignore them. But if you, but sometimes ignoring them doesn't help. I mean, I've had a point where I just had to tell people just to leave. I'm like, look, you know what? I've asked you three times. You guys are obviously like way too drunk. I know you think you're being funny, but you're ruining the show, and I just need you guys to go. Yeah. Like, ah, ha, ha. No, I'm like, no, seriously, I'm not going to finish the show. This was in Syracuse. This is in my hometown when I was doing my tour, and my mom was there and her friends and my friends and whatever. And I'm like, no, you got. And they were in the front row, these people, and they were they were tailgating before the show because yeah, okay, great, I'm a drinking guy, right? Like, but but don't show. Come to my show and get drunk with me or whatever or drink with me. Don't come drunk. It's a great way to. I mean, I'm sure half of them didn't even remember the experience. Yeah. They they they. I told them to leave. Yeah. It why don't great. they heckle other things? Like, why don't they heckle at music shows? Yeah. You know, why aren't people yelling up? That song sucks because they think they think that you're just. 
it's a job of a comedian is to make it not seem like rehearsed material. It makes it seem that you came out there and you just want to talk. And because you're talking, then, then, then they feel like they can talk back to you and they feel like they're, you know, and a lot of times they jump like the, jump the joke and all this kind of shit. When I did my second tour, it was all music. And it was amazing because during musical song, like musical comedy, they can't, like, if they did get in, they'd completely ruin my timing. Yeah. But they couldn't because it was too loud. No. They can't, you can't heckle over music. As a matter of fact, one lady was in, I did, I started my tour, released the album the same day as like the first city and did like 40 days. And on the last one in San Diego, when I was doing the actual recording of the album, because we had rehearsed it 40 days straight or whatever it is, you know, um, there's a girl in the front row who knew all the lyrics mm. and I was still having a hard time with the lyrics <laughs> and she was killing me. And I was just, I, I like had to stop it and say, I'm sorry, honey, can you not, you're, you're killing me right in the front row. Her best homage to me or my, whatever it is, is like standing right in front of me, singing with me in my face. I mean, as close as we are to each other, she's yeah. in the front row. I'm like, and I, I, I just needed to like, I don't think I actually confronted her. I think I just like moved to side to side on the stage or looked off in different directions. It was killing me. Killing my rhythm. How dare she enjoy my music? I, uh, I opened up for a lot of bands. It's always tough to open for bands. Like, right. Uh, one time I opened for Bob Guinea. I don't know if you know Bob well, I know Guinea. Bob, yeah. Bob, we were just talking about Bob, yeah. In Iowa. Like he, he had just got on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. He was The Bachelor Bob. Yeah. yeah. And then he, they booked him at like this Penguins in Cedar Rapids. So the whole crowd came up, but it was all like, like like housewives and like single girls. Oh my god, it's amazing. And then I go up there and they didn't know they were going to see a comedian, right? So I go up there and like do all these offensive jokes about like, you know, fingering chicks. I, I could not have been more hated by this group. And Bob is in the back just dying laughing at this. I thought it was the funniest yeah. thing. Does Bob do comedy? No, he but he had like a band. He's still, yeah, he he has the um band from TV. He's the lead singer of that. He's like singing someplace. I was with him t- yesterday. Oh, He's really? like singing someplace like tomorrow or something or this week. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's awesome. Bob's great. Um, now I had uh, Mark. You know Mark Ryan. Yeah, he would open for me when we were first on the road, and his material uh, I thought was hilarious. And I, you don't think about the fact that some people came out and could be offended by his thing, but I got it written up in like Portland. This guy came, um, I think, before the show to interview me or something like that, and brought like some beer. And I, I was like, he wanted to like ki- kill these 40s with me. And I was like, or whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to pace myself, man. I, I don't want to go on stage drunk. I'm going to drink during the show, but I want you know, whatever. And I think he was a little offended by that. And he was a, he was a very much a hipster kind of a guy, you know. Yeah. And um, and then and then goes on whatever. I went. Mark goes on stage and does his thing. And then and yes, by the way, one of my mom's friends did walk out during that too. <laughs> Not her friend, but her friend's older husband. So the guy's probably eighty and just thought it was like horrible ass ah, garbage. And then uh, and then this other guy walked out too and basically was saying. Zay Lamprey's show was horrible. It, if you like misogynistic comedy about uh, having sex with your girlfriend while she's passed out, da 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 da, then you should go. Da-da. And like the guy didn't even never saw my stand up. Uh. Left before I even got on stage. Yet wrote me a bad review. How is that possible? He was reviewing your your opener. Yeah. He was reviewing Mark Ryan. Yeah, and was using me saying, "Oh, if you like this and this, oh, clearly Zayn approves of this and all that kind of stuff." And I was like, I didn't even I didn't even realize it until it came out. We were at the end of it anyway. I, if, to go back in time, I would have said to Mark, "Hey, make it a little bit more, you know, broad." Unblue. Unblue. Is it? Is that the color of it? Oh wait, this is loading. It should be ready in about three more days. Comedian, <laughs> comedian attacked. It, Can't buddy. wait. Well, by the way, that's on Zane. Oh, here Z- it is. ZaneDunn dot com. Well, that's all we got. Wait, hold on. It backed up a little bit. Wait, yeah. sorry. I'm gonna hold it. Okay, so comedian attacked at wedding. You can find it by We'll Googling. put it on the website. It'll be on we'll Zane, yeah, Zane Dunn. Yeah, Z-A-N-E-D-U-N-N. You know what we forgot to talk about was Christmas. Uh, people want to go shopping. They go to Drinking Made Easy and get drinkingmadeeasy.com and you get 50% off. Do it. And then it's a good place to get you gifts. Need, you need any uh, gifts, Adam? For, he doesn't uh, no, it's, it's over for him. It's yeah. over. Yeah, Hanukkah. Hanukkah's over. So you, got, you, guys, you guys peaked too soon this year. Yeah. All right, so um, we have, uh, we're playing for this bottle of, uh, of, white, of Jim Beam white whiskey. Okay. What are we playing? Well, it's a holiday movie quiz, but as I look through it, the word Christmas is in every single question. Well, then I should win. You well, should. Yeah, I should beat you. Um, so your buzz-in is a callback from the show. Yeah. So, so go ahead. T- show them how it's done. Give me, what's your, what's your buzz-in? Bon Jovi. That's a, that's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. Adam, what's yours? Um, 
I can't. I can't. I have wrestling. I can't get drunk because I have wrestling practice. Ben Morrison. Ben Morrison. Wow. He <laughs> okay. will love that. Right. Okay, here we go. In Christmas Vacation, what does Clark receive in place of his Christmas bonus? Bon Jovi. Yeah. A car. Damn it. Okay, here we go. So is it A, a promotion, B, an invitation to the holiday party, C, a knitted sweater, or D, enrollment in Jelly of the Month Club? I'm going with C. You said D? C. You said D? D. Yeah, D. Here we go. That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Jelly of the Month Club. Okay, that's one for Adam. Okay. Uh, why can't Ralphie have a Red Rider BB gun in A Christmas Story? Uh, ben Morrison. Yeah. He's going to shoot his eye out. Two for two. Damn. He's killing me. The Jew beats the Gentile. I know. Two for two. I know. Christmas. That's how Christmas started, wasn't it? Yeah. A Gentile, a Jew being a Gentile? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> why do the chipmunk, uh, what did the chipmunks want for Christmas? Uh, uh, bon Jovi. Yeah. The two front teeth. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, what is one of Buddy's favorite foods in Elf? Will Ferrell. It's a Will Ferrell vehicle. Is it A, pizza, B, reindeer jerky, C, syrup, or D, coffee? Bon Jovi. Yeah. Syrup. That's correct. Two for two. Uh, okay, here we go. There's six questions. Which of these things does Willie not do while dressed as Chris Kringle in Bad Santa? What does he not do? Have sex. Beat up a teenager. Pee his pants. Rob a bank. Uh, uh, bon Jovi. Well, but uh, I'll let you because you just forgot what your buzzing was, as I did. Uh, B. Yeah. Be a teenager. No. Uh, rob a bank. That's correct. Oh, at the end. Wow. No. Uh, no, he does not do. He does not rob a bank. Does not oh, rob a bank. Oh. Robs a department store. Okay. To tie it up. To tie it up. In the television Christmas special, A Charlie Brown Christmas, how much does Lucy charge for her psychiatric services? One. Uh, Zane. <laughs> yeah, Ben Morrison. Um, two cents. Uh, yes, it's five cents. It's five, five cents. cents. Five cents. That's I'm what take, I was going to say, yeah. No, we really? Hmm. Homework help. Okay, so now we have a tiebreaker. All right, tiebreaker. Uh, this year, what was the first day of Hanukkah? Bon Jovi. Wow, really? Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's right. All right. That's it. Dan Dunn nice wins work. it. Nice work. Woo! However, we're going to give you this bottle since you enjoyed you it. take it anyway. We're going to give you this, uh, a bottle of Jim Beam Jacob's Ghost White Whiskey, which you on the show gave a triple gold because gold was, was not available. Adam, time. is Being Adam Hunter, the CD, is it out now? Uh, that, I have a new one that comes out tomorrow. That new one? Out tomorrow. Yeah. Everything. Tomorrow, as in, wait, so this this is not airing on the day they were shooting it, so, uh, recording it's, this, so, yeah, it's, so it's, it's out already now. Out. Yeah. It's out right now, It's yeah. called what? Uh, it's called Inappropriate. I love it. Inappropriate. I want to see, will you give me a free copy? Did, Absolutely. Did you not bring one? Uh, I don't have one. You son of a bitch. No, because it's actually just going to be on the internet. It's okay, like, got it. Yeah, inappropriate. Where do people find it? iTunes? Uh, iTunes, yeah. iTunes. Okay. iTunes. Or we'll have the link at zanedunn.com. Thank you very much. Where can people find you? Um, they just go to adamhunter.com, Adam Hunter. right? Saturday night, I'm at the John Lovitz, 8 o'clock, headlining that. Nice. John Lovitz. John Lovitz in L.A. Yeah. Here in LA. City Walk. Hollywood. Yeah. The Laugh Factory. And Thursday. you're touring around the country, too. Yeah, travel the whole world. All of it's on adamhunter.com. Adam Hunter's World is the podcast, right? Yes. And then it, MMA Roasted. MMA podcast. Roasted on Fox Sports. And if, if if people go to your show and they listen, enjoy themselves, and don't heckle, you know that they listen to our show. Yes, yeah. exactly. There you go. Thanks, man. Thank you. Hey, everyone. This is Dan Dunn. Hover is the domain management made simple. It's the easiest and quickest way to buy a domain name. You can do it in under five minutes. Hover takes all the hassle out of getting a domain. Just type in a few keywords you want in the search box, and it'll tell you if it's available or not. And Hover has .coms or specific country codes or .nets, which we really love. Go with the .net. Everything's available on the .net. You want to know how great .net is? I have a .net, the imbiber.net. I've had it for years, and I've moved it over to Hover.com because Hover.com is fantastic. They take care of all my needs. Well, not all my needs, most of my needs. And another big, big, big exciting thing about Hover is that they now offer Google Apps. That's right. You can add Google Apps to your domain. Basically, you get everything you already love about the full suite of Google's productivity apps. That's Gmail, Calendar, Drive, Docs, the whole package. You already love and trust Google Apps. And Gmail's 25 gigabytes of storage and collaborating with chat and file sharing. And here's the thing. Google's a huge company. 
So if you've got any questions or problems, issues you need resolved, you're going to get put on hold for a long time. That's the best part. You get everything you love about Google Apps, but with the outstanding support of Hover. Again, it's the best in the industry. They make it easy. It's a great solution for businesses. It's also great for families and groups who want the ability to share all kinds of stuff. If you're still not quite sure Google Apps is for you, we're offering a 30-day free trial to see what you think. And as if you need one more reason to check out Hover, we're offering a 10% discount. Go to Hover.com right now, enter discount code happy hour. that's one word, happy hour. Or you can just go to Hover.com slash happy hour. You're going to get 10% off because of our love of Hover.com and Hover.com's love of the Zane and Dunn show. So what are you waiting for? Go register that domain name now. Right now, when you come in and switch to T-Mobile, you get the amazing iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. <sighs> Aren't these mountains majestic? Joe, are you even looking? I'm posting these amazing pics I took with my iPhone 11 Pro. It has three cameras. Whoa, those pics are amazing. And you have service too? T-Mobile. Their newest signal goes farther than ever before. Uh, then you can look up whether these are bear tracks, right? Or we could just run. Come to a T-Mobile store today and get iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. And right now, get four lines for just 30 bucks a line with AutoPay. Switch today. Contact us if you cancel or credits may stop in full price due, plus taxes and fees via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified customers with qualifying service and finance agreements. Zero down with trade-in plus 3125 times 24 months. Pre-credit price nine ninety nine 0% APR while supplies last. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!